Good afternoon, everyone, and good afternoon, chaps. Welcome to the Green Arrow podcast from Fantasy Football Hub. Roughly 24 hours before the game week one kickoff, and it's team reveal time. My name is Fergie. Welcome back, everyone. And if you are a new watcher or listener, a very, very big welcome to you, too. We hope you enjoy and can be part of our journey throughout the season. Welcome, Adam. Uh, how are you feeling? Are you calm? Are you composed? What a day we've had for uh, for transfer news. Yeah, no, I'm re- I'm relaxed about it. I've got a couple of decisions, but I'm I think I'm there with my structure. It's just a couple of A or B options. So yeah, looking forward to it. Always calm. You're always the calm one, see Adam. I'm here all frazzled and tired and up in the night deliberating A or B, and you just take it all in your stride. Are you still in the five a.m. club? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Wow. Jump, but yeah, yeah. I was uh, up a little so bit fresh. earlier than that this morning. Yeah, yeah. But I'll crash by the end of the <laughs> the pod. So that so we're getting closer <laughs> to yeah. It's it's coming uh, towards my bedtime. Well, welcome, Rich. Um, how are you feeling? A crazy week for you with your first preseason working with the hub. How are you? How are you finding it? And how are you doing? Um, yeah, great. Um, it's been a, it does has been a, a really you know amazing three weeks actually. Just getting getting all the content ready and working with the ultras and stuff. I did a Zoom call last night with some of them, and uh, that was really really helpful in terms of material for tonight. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a really incredible um, twenty four hour period for me. I'll probably have to to uh, to just work till about midnight tonight. I've sort of, I still haven't written my team reveal for the written article for the hub yet Fergie. so that'll have to come after tonight's show but uh yeah i'll uh, i'll get it all done don't worry and uh and, and ready for a ready for a good show this evening so uh still like adam a few uh few 50 50s to make on on one or two positions but um i'm pretty much there awesome superb stuff before we uh start the pod and start our team we're gonna look at adam's teams first but firstly uh, do you want your FPL team rated for free? And do you want recommendations for improvements driven by artificial intelligence? If you do, click the top link in the description below and go to Fancy Football Hub to get your team rated. We will be showing our current drafts and ratings in the next few minutes. If you do join for the full package as a paying member, we are so confident in our tools and AI that we are often a staggering win your FPL mini league or your money back. And with 50% off in preseason, there has never been a better time to join us at the Hub Welcome everyone in the chat. Fantastic to see you all as usual. Johnny A is in. Danny Platinum asks about Kane. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to talk about him in a little bit. Uh, Ross Ross Johnson is in. Um, says, just watch the three for one. I reckon see more in Fergie today than his misses. Lucky you, Ross. Uh, uh, Ron is in. Jordan Josh Hall says, first time joining live for the new season. Can't wait. Mark Gordon, picture the scene is in. Mahomey, uh, Brandon. Uh, I'm 1974, says, who spats their game eat one wild card? Uh, Zoran is in. Lewis, pitch, uh, um, Keith Hill has uh, Salah FOMO. We definitely have to talk about Salah as well. Uh, Nuno, Vicky, Geo Boys, so many people in. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. There are some transfers in, um, there's some goalkeeper transfers happening, which could potentially affect um, what we do. And obviously, the massive news was um, Kane, Amra Charles, and it's also Gladio as well, but Turner has now um, signed for Forrest from Arsenal. He's a four million keeper. It looks like he could be the starting keeper. Um, he will probably go on everyone's bench, I'm guessing. Have either of you guys got any thoughts on him aside from maybe putting him second on your bench? Have either of you thought about kind of starting four million keepers or anything like that? Any, uh, oh, any just thoughts? As long, I mean, just as long as they haven't, as long as they change him from a, an Arsenal player to a yeah, they've uh, done Forest it. player by the deadline. Have they done it now? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's yeah. done. He's in my team. Okay. All right, yeah. 
No, he's he's gonna he's obviously coming in because he's he's a playing four point and we haven't heard anything about Ariola, have we? So uh, no, he's in. What about yeah. Um, yeah. Sanchez? So he has gone to Chelsea. Um, I didn't realize this morning he's actually signed for Chelsea. He's, he's actually signed. Mm-hmm. And Kepa, there was news a few hours ago that it looks like he's probably off, maybe to Bayern. Um, Sanchez at, at 4.5, you could have a Chelsea starting keeper. And he's a bloody good one as well at that. What are your thoughts on Sanchez? Could you risk start? starting with him or would you maybe leave him or any any thoughts on him Nah, i'd leave him and we'll, we'll i'll elaborate when i go through my goalkeeper selection in a minute as to why but i think the big reason is that you've got i think you've got players with higher upside outfield so if we were looking at the chelsea defense i think you've got um chilwell reese james you could have Jackson could have a great start to the season. Raheem Sterling could have a great start to the season. I think they've all got higher upside. So for me, got a zero interest in Sanchez at the moment. Could be a nice wild card option when we know more, but we don't know really how Chelsea will be defensively and they've not got the best opening fixture either. What's your thoughts, Rich? Any interest as a Chelsea fan? Uh, well, I didn't, yeah. I mean, I have to say, I I, I am... Um... I, I didn't know about the the Kepa rumor. Still, you've mentioned it, so so that's 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 escaped me that piece of news. But um, it, I think for the same reason, and you've also got um, Levi Colwell at the same price, four point five. So you can get into the Chelsea defense for four and a half million anyway. Um, but yeah, if he is going to be number one, he's not a bad pick. Um, for if you if you don't fancy you know one of the five point options, I certainly prefer him to Pickford. So so I'll think about it, uh, Fergie. Um, yeah, I think he definitely justifies being on the on the slide there. Um, but you know maybe maybe not maybe not for me. I'm not panicking into getting him. And the big news obviously uh, was um, Spurs have accepted a bid from Bayern for Harry Kane. Apparently, it's up to him. Seen conflicting reports. I think the latest I've seen is he's he might be more keen on staying, but we don't know where all you know, kind of all this is coming from, right? But my my first thought obviously was Richarlison coming in as a seven million mid. Now obviously we've got another was it twenty four odd hours, twenty five hours until the deadline. If Kane does confirm as leaving, would Richarlison definitely be in your team? Maybe be, uh, be in your team or not be in your team? Can I ask Adam that first? Likely not, and I don't want to ruin my team because otherwise, but again, I'll answer that question a little bit later on. Okay. But likely not regardless. And how about you, Rich? What's your thoughts on Richarlison? If Kane confirms he's leaving tomorrow. I I, I don't think I'd go straight for Richarlison. I think I prefer Madison for half a million more. That's one of the reasons. Um, But, you know, obviously Madison's appeal... Without Kane is, you know, perhaps questionable. So, so I mean, again, you know, we're just hearing so many conflicting reports at the moment. You know, Sky, Sky have been reporting all afternoon that he's like more likely to stay. Yeah, exactly. Than go. Yeah. Um. So it's a bit weird. Something's going on because why would you agree? Say a fee's been agreed, and then just for him to say no. Then the, play, then the player doesn't want to move. So, uh, yeah, it's a bit weird. I, I think it, therefore it's a, it's a, whatever it is. Tottenham almost like become a wait and see because you just just don't know what it's going to look like after the weekend. Um, mm. And they've only got an away game to Brentford. It's not like they're, you know, home to Luton or anything, you know. So uh, yeah, I would, um, I would wait and see what happens there. 
I've just realised that um, our YouTube host Redditor, it's probably the first stream live he's watched for a while, and he had to he had to see me bugger that right up there, which is a bit of a shame. <laughs> but uh, a welcome Redditor, and uh, someone said this never happens on Black Box. Oh wait, it does. But yeah, apologies. Or hopefully mm-hmm. we'll now. And finally, just wanted to touch on um, Gvardiol. He's coming at five million, which is very very cheap. You know, he's for for his price, he's certainly not going to sit on the bench. They've, you know, they clearly brought him in to play a massive part in this team. I kind of either you guys thinking about him ahead of Stones, you know, who's who's really popular, or Diaz, or anyone else. Rich, can I ask you first? Yeah, he's a nice option. Um, obviously, we we can't guarantee there's going to be team leaks tomorrow evening. You know, confirming the Man City lineup. But if you if you are fortunate enough to still be sat at your keyboard in that last hour, and we hear he's starting, that extra, you know, that. Ex- extra bench security for a, a more affordable 5 million because I think, you know, having Stones and Chilwell just stretches the budget does, quite a bit. Does. So you've seen people moving away from that a little bit in, in, in recent days, but they could probably stretch to a, you know, um, uh, Chilwell on a five. Um, so I think he, you know, and also you can just bench him for the first week. So, you know, that's quite a nice, uh, quite a nice option. And uh, uh, yeah, he's definitely being considered by me. Um, I'm1974 says Kane clearly prefers pie and mash to sausage and sauerkraut. That that is the reason why he is uh, staying mm. in London. But thank you. Um, let's get straight into our teams then. And um, Adam, we've got yours first. We've got your keeper and your bench up. Do you want to talk us through your keeper option? Yeah, I should I should clarify his turn, or I know when I sent it to you. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, a, a it lot has changed a... in the last hour, haven't it, or two? Really. Yeah. So at the moment. <laughs> I've got so with goalkeepers, I want to spend the minimum minimum amount possible or reasonable. I don't think there's really two four point four point zeros, but I'm I'm comfortable spending four point five sorry eight point five in total, and I think Matt Turner going to Forest really enables that. So there's for me there's two very good rotations with Matt Turner, and that's Pickford and Johnston, and I think both have got their merits. Um, I think, if I'm correct with this, if you just look at the first six fixtures, they've got identical fixtures. So the the um, if I break this down, both um, Everton and Palace have got. Um, I, I think it works out that you have um, Sheffield um, United twice, home and away, Wolves at home, Burnley at home, Fulham at home, and Brentford away. Whichever way you go. Um, so it's a tough one. And then if you carry on a little bit to go up to eight fixtures, you get Luton and Bournemouth at home with Pickford or Brentford at home and Forest at home for John. So it's a real, real tough one. And uh, this is probably the biggest dilemma because originally I was on Onana for the bonus points, etc. But I think that 0.5 for me could be really useful because I, I, th- I just want the attacking players. And I think th- three of United's first five, they concede anyway. So, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable. That's on. I'm going for a 4.5 million keeper at the moment. I'm on Pickford only because of Forrest is still in for Henderson, and I think when the rotation, I can play Pickford more. And I think I know what people are saying, but Everton are good at home, I and mean, we got to remember last season they kept a clean sheet against Arsenal. That that I I don't think they've conceded a goal in pre-season. I read the other day. I I don't, and they're not going to score many goals. So the only way they're going to win matches is by keeping clean sheets. So 
I, 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 but, but then I think Johnston was really good under Hodgson at the end of last season. Yeah, Palace's yeah. XGC is better than Everton's, so I can't. I, I, if, if I, I, I don't have a strong enough argument either way. It's a very, very close call. So, um, at the moment, I've put Pickford in just because I think he fixture wise slightly edges it, but I, I think it's a close call between the two. What, what do you, um, be interested to hear both your thoughts on. Pickford versus Johnston and if you've got a preference there or if there's another 4.5 that you prefer that might go in nicely yeah. the only other 4.5 well there's, there's a couple in there Flecker and I, I still think is good I, mm. I was um, I was listening to uh, Planet FPL pods this week and the reason Brentford went for Flecken is because statistically he is like a carbon copy of Raya so they're not going to bring him in and not play him and that and that was the reason why they went for Flecken and the and the correspondent was you know was really confident. No, we haven't had the best preseason, but you know it's brand new for him. Friendly preseason, he's going to be number one. He reckons, and he's going to be absolutely fine. So there's so there's one. I can't I can't remember the other one I had. I'm 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 pretty much with you, Ad. I got to be honest. It's not it's not a position I've kind of enjoyed. There's no I don't think there's any real standout option. Is 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 mine. So I, I don't think I don't think you go far wrong if you go for Flecken, Pickford, or Johnson personally. Um, how are you, yeah. Rich? Um, I've, I've I've obviously looked at this quite extensively, and I would say probably sixty percent of the the game seems to be going for a four point five million keeper. So it's clearly a, a popular popular decision. But I just don't really like any of them. <laughs> I just I just I I've never liked Everton for fantasy football. <laughs> I just think you know like a... they just don't win it. They don't win enough matches. You know. Um. So uh, yeah, they don't. They... They don't win enough matches, so uh, um, yeah, it's a toughie. Um, uh, I think of the of the of the two, I'd probably go Johnston just because of my my anti Everton feeling. At least yeah. they they do keep a lot of clean sheets, and you know, under Roy Hodgson, they're quite good at home as well. Um, but again, I'd rather have a keeper from a better team than Everton or Palace, and and even Brentford. You know, they didn't have a good preseason. You know, we don't know how good they're going to be. None of them are really sort of you know standing out as as being a as being a real star. So I'm still you know I know we're not talking about my team, but you know I'm still on another option. Okay, yeah, okay. I think I think that's enough goalkeeper chat as well, isn't it? We've yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's pretty yeah. boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turner, the, Turner, the only other Turner. one to maybe stick in, I would say, is is Steele. He is yeah. top of the Hub AI for four point fives um, on predictions, but because the majority of us are probably going for Estepinian, not don't, don't kind of really want to double it. If you're mm. not going for Estepinian, I think I think Steele's a good pick. Let's move on to your uh, defence and midfield, Adam. Do you want to talk us through it? Oh yeah, did you want me to mention uh, the rest? Of, let me just touch on the rest of my oh, bench. Your bench. Sorry, the, the, the yeah, players, yeah. the players don't matter too much at this stage because I've gone for a very minimalistic bench. So at the moment, I think I've got—I don't know what I've put in the thing, but I can tell you um, that I've got—I've um, I've got Kabori, Baldock, and uh, Mubama at the moment. That could change to Archer if he moves to Sheffield United. I don't. I think it's slightly different in my team. That's, just that's just proved how much you've tweaked. You sent me this two hours ago, and three of your four benches have changed. Uh, right. I, I, I take no notice on the because because it's such a um, because it's such a it's not going to do anything for me bench. Yeah, it doesn't really matter no, in my not. team. They're, they're all at exactly the same same value. So yeah, my, my thought process is is I want as much money in my starting eleven. 
and it's about flexibility. So I I just think even if I had like a, a 4.5 million defender on the bench or an extra and a goalkeeper, if I want to react, let's say Richarlison is the is the big thing, or it's it's going to be in those midfield spots. I can I can I think where where the action's going to happen, or possibly one of the forward spots. So I want to be able to react quickly to the exciting players. Yeah. So I think by it's a little bit risky. I might you know only get one or two points if if needed, but I'm not too worried about that. I'd rather I'd rather have the more exciting players. Um, so that that that's my thought process there. Okay, let's look at your uh, defence and midfield. The defence first. Okay, so I talked about the the two benches, which would be Boulder and Kabore, but my my three defenders are fairly boring and template. Uh, Peloton, sorry, fairly want to stick with the Peloton. Um, Gabriel, I just I've I've always had a soft spot for Gabriel because I think I've, I owned him a couple of seasons back when no when, when few people did, and he got me quite a few goals from corners. So I just, and comparing him, whilst Saliba makes Arsenal a better team, I just think his goal threat from corners is, I mean, he's statistically better and it always looks great. He, he just always looks like he's going to get a chance. So happy to have Gabriel. And I think from a defensive point of view, an Arsenal defender, they're cheap enough. Really, really good value. Yeah. Um, Stupinan, very attacking. I, I know people have talked about benching him and taking him out, but... You got to remember when did he get his biggest tour last away? away. Three 0 Yeah, it? I think he's playable in every single game, and I'm happy to play him in every single game. Definitely the first six. I'm not going to worry too much about transferring him in or transfer it from now because he could easily get an attacking return. And I think by messing around with him, that's where you'll miss the variance. And likewise with Chilwell, on set pieces, he's a player I really like anyway. And um, what set pieces the best... is he on, Adam? Well, I think he's, I think he's, he was taking some corners, I believe. Okay. So yeah, and I think I'm pretty sure I saw in um, in preseason. He's he, one of he, it was his corner that Thiago Silva headed in. But um, you're making me question that no, now. No, I'm no, sure no, no, I, just, uh, I, no, I hadn't realised. If I'm being honest, but I think I, I really I do really like Chilwell, and I think by having him in now, I'm going to want Chelsea defence from game week two, three onwards. And I don't think Man City's fixtures. I think whilst I think they'll get a clean sheet at Burnley, I don't think the Newcastle at home is a foregone conclusion. So I'm happy just rather than using up an extra one and a half million, one million, and upgrading one of my defenders to rotate with um, Baldock or sorry to replace Baldock or Kabore. And maybe have like say Stones and Chilwell rotating. I just would rather just play Chilwell because he's capable of scoring in any match. Redditor has just confirmed as well that Chilwell has been on all corners in preseason. Yeah, that's when I realised actually that's that's massive. Well, it was when you I thought I thought he was, but when you said that, I was like, oh, hang on a sec, maybe I've got it completely wrong. But I think I think um, Reese James is an option as well, and. Um, so there's been some talks. I think the captain and vice captain. There's been some talks about Reese James possibly being on penalties as well. So um, I've sort of got my eye as well, potentially with my transfers to possibly go for the double up in game week three. Wowzers! Because I think I think that's more exciting than having oh, um, Sanchez. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I've, I, I thought for that reason I want to start with one because it makes it quicker to get. 
two or three rather than not when starting with Man City. I think like Rich, doing a lot of these ultra team reviews, I've seen a lot of people go for Stones and I don't dislike Stones. But the reason I've not gone Man City defence is the play on Wednesday in the um, the, the, the Super Cup against um, Sevilla. And if you look at the options they've got available, they've got Stones, Ake, Akanje, Diaz, um, Walker, Laporte I don't think has gone yet. Uh, Garvidal who signed today. They can play Rico Lewis. I just think they've got too many options. And I... I think it's just a too risk with, with them all being fit. I think, is it Gravadale's the left footer, isn't he? Yeah. So maybe he's only competing with Ake, but he's still competing. And mm. it, I, I, and actually, to be fair to Akanji, he pl- I thought he did okay in the Community Shield playing as, as an out-and-out left-back. So there's just got too many options. So why yeah. guess it when you... Um, and particularly when I've got a threadbare bench, it's just not worth the risk. So I'm comfortable going without City. That. The one defence I'm not as comfortable going out going with that is United, but I'm taking the gamble that by focusing further forward, um, it will give me a bit of an advantage because I think I can my keepers rotate okay and I'll get you know might and I'll get through it. But defenders are fine, um, particularly for the first six, I think they're okay. So I can really focus my transfers. On those midfield, probably on those midfield spots. Talk interesting. interesting. And I've got, and I've got, I've got. Um, I reckon I've got slightly more than most people dedicated to that spot. So, talking to midfield, Adam, uh, do you want to talk us through yours? Yeah. So the, there's two no-brainers, which are Saka and Rashford. Um, easy decisions. Um, I think I've, I've sort of the, the next three spots have been really difficult. So I've done it by process of elimination. The other one that I really like is Madison. And I just think he's a fun pick because I can't decide which 6.5 I like. And because I, you could, I think it's a coin toss. There's, there's pros and cons to all of them. I've got my doubts about how Brentford will perform. I think Eze will be great, but I don't think Palace will score loads. But Thomas is going to be a minute's risk. And I think he'll be a transfer out at some point. And I just love the way Spurs are playing at the moment. And I think irrespective whether Kane stays or goes, I think Madison is just a fun pick. We know what he's like from Leicester. He was one of the best players in the game. And actually, he's gone to a better team. And I think he was 8 million last year, or he was a little bit possibly more expensive last year. So uh, for me, absolute. I I think he's he's not not as many people have gone for him. And... um, yeah, so I think I'm gonna that that'll be where, um, yeah, where where I start. Unless we, unless uh, the Kane thing does change it slightly, but I think at the moment, as things stand, I'm sticking with him. Um, I don't. I I personally, I, I don't think that the the Kane thing will affect Madison that much. I, I think it could. Nah, I think true. it could affect him from a potential assist view, but I also think that he could score more goals because yeah, cause true. Charles won't be as much of a focal point as Kane potentially. Madison may, you know, make more runs yeah, himself, have true. more shots himself. But... I, I just think Spurs are playing so well and having that many shots. I just want him in my team. And he's the one out of like I don't I don't feel strongly enough about the six point fives, whereas Madison I'm excited by. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, the Turner move made it possible because the the big debate then was my other two midfielders. Who do I not go for? Because when when funds were tight. 
I don't know, was on Onana originally, who do I not go for, Bruno or Martinelli? And that's basically minutes and penalties versus the explosiveness and great opening fixtures of Martinelli. So I can have them both. Just... And ha- go on. Oh, no, no, you go, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I just, I, so... Power I think five, I get... isn't it? It's a power yeah, five, yeah. I get the I get the double Man City, oh, sorry, double United and double... Um, uh, sorry, double, double, double Arsenal, and it's quite good because from Bruno, I could go to a Charleston, still going to have money in the bank, mm-hmm. even if I'm cut. The, the reason, the other reason for going for Madison over a Charleston is if I go for a Charleston and a Mad and Madison's the option, and he rises by point one, I can't get him. So, or I'm going to have to sell Bruno before a great bit. So, I just think it's. For me, he's had a good pre-season. I think that's the, the good option. And similarly, if I went for a 6.5 and had a million in the bank, if Madison does great, I can't get to him. But if he doesn't work out, it's very easy for me to move to any of the 6.5s. So flexibility is really important. I, I accept I'm losing a little bit in the goalkeeper, but I can get 0.4 points less than rich if he, assuming he's going through i think he's going if he's going for a five million keeper because that's roughly what it works out per week i think per so i don't need to match him i just need to get about three quarter about three quarters of the points and i actually, I actually hope that where my other half a million spent i'll get even even more so that that's the that's the thought process and it just means that pretty much any midfielder in the um 6.5 to i won't say to 8.5 because i don't have that category i can get any of them and i can do it in one move so like if sterling looks good it's not going to be a problem whereas there's going to be people who've got that 6.5 slot and i might have the decision i've got to get rid of sterling before um so i've got to get rid of bruno before forest at home so i'm talking i'm really talking myself because i had doubts about this midfield but now i'm talking through it yeah. I'm like, what what did I have doubts about? I've, You're talking I've, me into I've, it as well. Good. I want to change <laughs> pretty, my team. It's pretty now. good, mate. It's, it's yeah, no, I've, I've, <laughs> I feel I've, I did this the first time I've said it out loud. And I thought, because I was just struggling with that 6.5 spot. Yeah. And it and it's easier to go down from Madison and I can go anywhere. So that that's a th- that's a thought process there. Um any questions at all? Just no, I really like, like the midfield. I just think it's yeah, it's 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 it probably feels a bit template because the two Arsenal and two United have been being discussed for the last three weeks as being obvious yeah. ways to go because of the fixtures. And it's just, it hasn't changed. We've gone through iterations of people saying, oh, look, it's easier to get Salah in now if you have a couple of 6.5s in there and maybe drop one of the Arsenal boys or one of the United boys. But yeah, it's it it, it originally became the template, those four players, for, for a reason. Now, Madison is the kind of variable luxury pick you know Foden we hear Foden starting tomorrow night he might come back into a few teams late you know that but that 7.5 price point is nice because you can go down to a, yeah. a 6.5 or you can go up to an 8 quite easily from there and uh and, and yeah and 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 it's about what did we say last week it's fantasy football is about enjoying yourself and buying players that you like to watch when they're when they're playing football and and Madison ticks those boxes you know he's he's, he's involved in everything and basically Basically, I, well, I think you'll, you'll see you'll see it's featuring in in other teams tonight. So, um, love it, Adam. I, I it. think um, I think Spurs are going to be fun to watch as well. I really do. The the other the the only one of that midfield that I had doubts about earlier in the week was Bruno. And historically, 
I've let confirmation bias really um, impact me. I had it. I've had it with Salah before, where I see probably too much about him playing deep. The the reality is, yeah, he's playing deeper. He will tick along on points. He's still got some set pieces. He'll be on penalties. He's only a return away from bonus. And do you know what? The the start for me, it isn't about, I am going to make mistakes for my selection. So the more proven players I pick, the better. It's about giving me options to get away. And the good thing about Bruno is you can pretty much go to 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 most midfielders and in in actually it might be that if he's not working out let's say sterling for example or a charleston a really you know you've then got money in the bank as well to make further upgrades so i just whilst i i I sort of agree that he might not be as good as he was previously i think with the fixtures he's got and we said we've seen our attacking spurs are i think there'll be options the other way i think he's just worth going for yeah. Have you considered um, Salah at all? Do you know what? So I, I, there is um, a way of getting Salah into this into this team, and it it basically comes down to the difference of three players. And I think I've seen a few people putting it on Twitter and other things. But it comes down to whether you go Salah, João Pedro, and let's say Matoma or a six point five mm-hmm. doesn't matter where the six point five is versus. Bruno, Martinelli, and Watkins. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I think Salah's an incredible pick, but I won't. I, I don't think I'll have the, the the balls to captain him game week two going against Haaland. So that really, really, I, I, that's I, interesting. I don't think I would. I, I just, I, I, I'm, I don't see why I would give myself that dilemma. That's probably the, you know, how easy is game week two if you haven't got anything. Whereas if you can go and all you're going to be thinking about, do I go Haaland, do I go Salah, do I go Haaland, do I go Salah? Oh, actually I've got Salah. So actually I probably should go for yeah. him. And well, all you, should, you should, if you're, you, there's no reason to have him unless you're going to Exa- catch Yeah, him yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you've got that whole battle and actually, so I, I just, and, and therefore the other two players, Jao Pedro and Matoma or whoever, if you look at it, you've got Bruno, Eze and Watkins all proven and consistent. And I think when you break it down, if you don't captain Salah, which realistically you'd only captain him maybe one out of the first six or seven game weeks, to re- you want your players to return about 0.7, roughly 0.75 of what their value is. So if you're not captaining them, that is. So if um, so, Salah, you're looking at him getting what is it, nine points a game. Now he can he can do that over a short spell, absolutely, but it's a lot of pressure on him. Whereas Watkins, it's maybe five or six mm. points a game and the same for the others. So I just think it's, for me, it's it's the safer option. And plus I'm, I'm comfortable Captain Haaland. And actually, do you say comfortable Captain Haaland? I think we've got two very other good captains in our team, in my team in terms of Rashford and um, Zaka. I think they've got... Yeah, yeah. And yeah. actually that would be... And um, so... And, you know, you could even, if you're brave enough, go for Watkins in game week two. So I've, I've, I've really fancy Villa against Everton. So, yeah, I I just don't see. And I think the other thing as well is that in, in game week three, the players that were just mentioned, the the sort of the, the, eight, the three eight million or eight million-ish players, have all got great fixtures as well. So I'd rather have double United attack and double Arsenal attack because you're getting those two great fixtures for both of them. 
versus mm. Salah you're getting the one. We don't know what Chelsea are going to be like. Mm. Um, Not true. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm. I so think you're I'm, in the no, the no, firmly in the no Salah camp. Then, but no, yeah. but yeah. but I I am based on what I've said. But I can mm. see the argument for going for Salah, and I think it depends on this is this is where it really depends on you as a fantasy manager. There'll be some players that absolutely love Salah that really want to captain him in game week two. Go for it. I can't put you off from. He's a great player. I just think for me with. I want those double United and double Arsenal fixtures in one and three. I value that more than that one. And I don't mm-hmm. think Bournemouth are going to be as bad as people think. I really don't. I, I, I think they well, could be one of the, the surprise teams. What are the chances teams. of the history repeating in that result, right? It's 9-0 oh, it, it won't be 9-0. Year. It won't be 9-0. It's not going to be 9-0, 9-0, is it? It's not, no. You know. I mean, 9-0 and no Salah returns would be brilliant yeah, again. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I don't see that. So yeah. I, I think I'm comfortable without Salah. I've made my peace with that. And I think both... You've got yeah, so I uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to go for Salah, but the the alternative is what I said. What I said, and I think it's very very viable. If people want Salah, that's a a good route to go. So I won't won't put people off, but he's he's not going to be in my team at the moment, unless Harlan gets injured. Then we'll have to rethink everything. Raven's got Harland. Um... You've got another forward, and the first thing that strikes me is you haven't got any Brighton players in your front seven. So, do you want to yeah. tell us your thinking? Yeah, um, you can't have everybody. That's the first thing. And I could go Jair Pedro, but the thing I know about Watkins is that he's going to play ninety minutes. We're even talking of getting letting Archer go, which makes him even more nailed if he if he can be. And we're going to have more added time. There was a brilliant podcast, probably one of the best to listen to all summer, which was FML, one of the fireside ones with Michael Cayley. And he's a statistician. I think he used to do a lot of baseball data. And they talked about Watkins. And the conclusion really is he's a solid one in two man. His data just points to that consistently. So if he's going to get slightly more minutes, I'll take one in two for Watkins all day long because there's probably going to be bonus points in there as well. Um, he's capable of scoring against anybody. I mean, you'd prefer kind of fixtures, but he's capable of scoring against anyone. But I think he'll be the talisman. He's looked so sharp pre-season. He's probably a player who would want to stay away from penalties, if I'm being honest. So penalty, if if anybody puts Watkins plus pens as a positive, it isn't a positive at all. It's probably more likely to be a minus two than a plus four in that case. So, so that that's the reason for Watkins. In terms of not going for Brighton, it's tough. It's just, I think they're, firstly, I think they've had some big, lot of changes to their team, particularly in the midfield positions. Um, so Casido's not going to start, is he? So the um the potentially they've, they've they've made a few changes across the across the team um so i'm not sure I, I think they'll start well but it's just who gets the points i think joao pedro is he's not i don't see him play 90 i don't see matoma may or may not play 90 but i just think there's so many good options i think i think brighton will score goals and do well but the other players I've picked instead. So really, I've picked Madison instead. And I think Spurs are a better attacking unit than... Uh, well, I, I, th- I think they're going to be more predictable where their points will come from. And I prefer Madison to Matoma. That's just... I think he's... If I just break it down, 
fixtures, yeah, okay, Matoma edges it, but Madison's better on minutes, in my opinion. He's going to have some set pieces. He's going to be assisting if Kane stays, one of the most reliable finishers. But if not, possibly gets more goals. And it's a really attacking Spurs side that are really ramping up the shots in pre-season. So it's a gamble. I, I, I accept that. And the so I think it's more on the individual players that I've looked at rather than two. I think Brighton will do well and score goals, but it's just difficult. If you looked at their goals pre-season, I was spread as anything. So one thing I noticed about your team is pretty much everybody in it with maybe the exception of Martinelli is absolutely nailed. I mean, it's, mm. it's, it's rock, it's rock safe for starts, isn't it? You know, it's like, you know, Martinelli is very, very likely to start the first game, even if there are, you know, competitions for, for his place and his minutes might be limited in the second half of the games, but it's just, you you can just set and forget that team. If I was going to sort of pick it apart a bit, I, I'm not feeling the Watkins. I wanted to get into you about Watkins. Because yeah, yeah. It's three aways in four. Remember we said about the fixtures. Yeah, yeah. And they got they start with three away games. Now I don't know how, how you rate those away games, but that just puts me off a team when they because I can have a, a player who's got three home games in four instead, you know, or teams yeah. you know that have pick mainly from teams that have three home games. So, so that to me just sort of like says you know Watkins isn't certainly isn't the essential pick here. It's not essential. And, uh, it's not yeah, essential. Yeah. I think on Watkins there's a there's a I don't think that there's a perfect answer here unfortunately mm. on on the strikers but when i break it down he's consistently one in two he will have more minutes than Zhao pedro who's another option that mm. people are considering um visa who at brentford people have considered i don't trust brentford so i'd rule that one out you got nicholas jackson who i just don't know what to expect from chelsea particularly the attack so i'm happy to wait a couple of weeks um I accept your point on three away games, but then to to balance that up, Watkins scored in like five or six away games in a row. I think it was five away games in a row last season. So it's not, I'm not too worried. And two of the games, two of the first three, which is what I'm really looking at here. He's got Burnley a promoted side and Everton at home and Newcastle. He scored. Um, he, admittedly, none of them were at St. James's Park. So that is, I, I accept that, but he got two and an assist in the last time he played them and they actually scored in the in pre-season yeah, against wallop, and he got, wallop, Newcastle, didn't they? Yeah. yeah so uh, i just and the and the other factor and you've got this is um quite a big factor for me is if there is a popular and this is where the only time biases do come in and i will admit it if there's a relatively popular villa player i find it hard not to go for them because i watch every minute of every game and having any bias where you're like and you can't get away from it i want and we're going to be watching it my son and you know when when i'm watching the games i want watkins to to really really go off so there is that fan perspective but but i think i think i can even take that out and say that the arguments have made the only downside to watkins is the fixtures but we've got a better Villa team this year than we had last year. If you look at the signings, Tillemans has been unreal in pre-season. Now, whether it'll start, I don't know. Diaby will be an extra foil for Watkins. And he'll actually might... Fr- a lot of people are saying, will he um, take some of his goals and assists? I think he gives him more space, uh, personally. So I think Watkins... I just think he's someone I can't not go go for. And I think, he, I think in the first six games, he's good for three goals. Now... 
which I can't say really confidently about any other striker of well, other than the obvious. Yeah, all all uh, all really good arguments there, Adam. A uh, lot of talk in the chat around Diaby. They they really really like him, so I'm mm. sure I'm sure he'll be coming into a conversation soon. Um, your team rating is ninety six percent, which is a pretty good start. You predicted sixty six point four points. If anyone uh, watching wants to get uh, their team rated, just click on the. I think it's the second link down. Get your team rated for free. Um, also, uh, if you're a paying member, you can get um, suggested AI transfers. Um, Adam, on your ones, it does prefer Stones over Chilwell for the starting uh, five games. Um, it prefers Madison down to Matoma, which then which then upgrades uh, Martinelli to Odegaard in Hubby's opinion. Obviously, he's looking at minutes and bits and pieces there. So. Um, Interesting stuff there, just just things to think about, maybe. Yeah, I've thought about them. I'm not interested. Not interested in those. Okay, <laughs> I, I just think, no, I, I, I'm joking. I do like, I do really like the hub uh, expected points and the points predictor. But I think some, particularly, I think it's it's most unreliable in game week one because we've got zero yeah, data right. from this season. So and those yeah. lines are very very closely yeah, intertwined. They're, they're, they're really they? close. <laughs> and this and this is the thing. It's just trying to get that ninety six percent up to like ninety seven or ninety eight. But um, yeah, yeah it's exactly. Just, the the reason I love this feature it just gives you something to think about. It's a, you know that's that's all that that Chilwell and Stones. You can see that it clearly favours Stones to score to score better in game week one and two um and then also in in four and five just actually so i do i do like the look of it it's it's, it's good um rich let's move on to your team we've got your keeper up and we've got your bench up do you want to talk us through those uh yes okay um slightly different to adam's picks um makes for a better conversation i think at least if we have something different in our teams um so i've i've gone for anana i've been on anana pretty much since he he entered the game. Um, I said earlier that I wasn't that keen on any of the 4.5 options just because I think they play for, you know, uh, middle of the road teams. And uh, yeah, I think it's worth it. I think the stats point to, you know, a lot of a lot of distribution, a lot of uh, BPS points will come his way. I've heard counter arguments say that, oh, United will win a lot of games three or four nil, in which case the bonus will shift upfield. But actually, yeah, we don't know that. If they if they grind out yeah, some one nil wins and there's a few nil nils, then then he's he, he is likely to feature in the in the bonus. So so I just think a set and forget keeper for me on Anana Turner coming along to provide some some backup in case there's a, a bit of rotation around European games for United. Um, that's perfect. Happy to spend nine million on the pair. And uh, and go with that. Um, I know he's a popular pick, uh, but I quite like it that the game is is split on the keepers. Actually, it makes for a little mm. bit of um, a little bit of difference between teams for the for the early weeks. So um, just to you start? Bench, would, yeah. Sorry, just quickly, will you start Turner in any of the matches? Uh, do you know? I haven't even really looked in case. I mean, if there's, I mean, if he's if Forest have got a home game, you know, and. United are away to City or United are away to Arsenal, then I, you know, away to so game week two, away yeah. to Spurs versus yeah. home to Sheffield United for Turner. Yeah, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. I'll have a look at the first games first, see how they see how they look. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Super. I will. I'll have a look. And your bench, Rich? Um, on the bench, yeah, I've I've thrown Vardy Olin for a a fourth uh, fourth defender option at five million, and you'll you'll see why I can do that when you when you see the rest of the team. Um, that's partly that's a bit punty because if 
if he if we get a team leak tomorrow night that he just comes straight into the side and starts, um, why not just just throw him in throw him into the team to, to begin with? They spent ninety million on him. Is that what they spent on yeah. him? And I, I think yeah, I heard a, yeah. comment, a comment from someone in the community that said uh, someone who's Croatian. I think he's Croatian. Is he? Someone said you know said you you've never seen a defender like this guy. I mean, they might be a bit partisan, but you know he uh, he is. Um, you know he's supposed to be hot stuff. So uh, I think for five million and to have that that city defensive cover, um, he's more interesting than uh, Botman and the the four point five <laughs> options. So so he's he, he's he's in for this for this draft by no means nailed, but that's almost like a team news dependent um, pick there. Uh, I've gone for Bulldock as the four point Again, could be could be any could be Bayer could be uh, who's the Luton guy um, that everyone's picking up. Um, not Bell, the other one, um, wing back. Kabali, Kabali, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so Kabore, uh, it's Kabore. Yeah, Kabore, Kabore, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll have a look at. I'll have a look at some of the stats, but I just think Bulldog because you know he's more established probably in the team um, as as a backup. And at the moment, I've got Obama from West Ham just because they they've got a dearth of strikers, and he has been getting quite a lot of minutes. Scored three goals in preseason. You know, could could feature for the odd. The odd point if it, if it ever comes to the third bench or so yeah the bench is pretty pretty slim pickings but um stronger than some I, know, know, I, I love like that on the good bench 12 man I think yeah. I think yeah I, I do because yeah. I think he's going to be I would say in everyone's team but I think he's going to be very very popular in a couple of weeks when yeah. everyone realizes one how good he is two how cheap he is and people are going to have stones and stones isn't a bad pick by any stretch, but there's a media heart, you know, half million save in there. It could enable you to get to chill well, you know, all these kind of more exciting picks than than Stone. Yeah. So I really yeah. like that, Rich. I might even pinch it. All anyway, right. Fair sure. enough. Thanks <laughs> for the feedback. Yeah, thanks for the feedback. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the chat thinks of Gladiol as an option. It is risky. And Adam summarized, you know, if they're all fit, they've got about nine or ten defenders to pick each side from. And we've, you know, I'd, I'd forgotten about that um, that European game, Super Cup game midweek. Yeah. So, uh, you know they may well they may well rotate across the three games there. So interesting. You want to talk us through your defensive right. midfield, Rich? Yeah, very very template, very peloton like defence of um, uh, Estupinan, and Gabriel uh, and Chilwell. That hasn't really changed for me for for some time. I've got no problem at all playing Ben Chilwell against Liverpool. No, I think I he could think do damage. Absolutely fine. You don't want to be being a bit of a clever clogs and having him on your bench and thinking, oh, it's Liverpool, Liverpool will score, but you know, then he goes and gets a 15-pointer and you haven't got those points. You know, that's I just think, yeah, just just play Chilwell from the start in the in the in the home game. Um so the defense is quite easy. I like the value across those three. I haven't really thought about Trent for for some time again because of the amount of you know of, of unbalancing it does does with the team. I've got a slightly different midfield um, to Adam, you know, but it's so it, just it's just on defence. Yeah, I've yeah. got a question for you. So, if you st- I, I I think you should start Chilwell, but if you start in Chilwell this week, and then we know Chilwell's fixtures are good, Stupinan's got decent fixtures. Gabriel, have you looked at how uh, Gvardiol rotates with them, and when you would be comfortable starting him versus because because otherwise it could be. One with a five million city bench. I think he could. I think the player himself could be great. So that's uh, you know, albeit there's a lot of options, but I think he will be the one one that will emerge. But having him on the bench when he's not even guaranteed to start, it just could be risky. I think I think it's probably worth looking at the rotation. I don't because Stupinen's got like Man United away in one of the weeks. 
Gabriel's got a couple of tougher fixtures, Man United at home. So there could be options of when to rotate it. But I think that's worth considering because if if you're not going to play him, it might be better to reduce him down to a four, 4.5 and just have the keep money, the money, for, keep, have the money the for a money. rainy day, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. No, I will. I'll I'll have a look at it in, in some detail. And and there is always the argument, if you've got that sort of set and forget back three, just do exactly that. Don't give yourself that bench headache and think, oh, I've got to try and get that those city clean sheets and uh, and and so on. So I think maybe it's maybe he's there just for a bit of insurance because you'll see what I've done with my forwards in a minute, and he's just there for that little bit of extra insurance. But um, um, so at the moment I've gone for same three as or same four of of Adams five with Rashford, uh, Bruno, Saka, and Madison. Um, the player I haven't got in there at the moment is uh, Martinelli. He was in my draft earlier today. I took him out for Madison. You know, mainly to sort of save, not save. Uh, 0.5 million just because I think I prefer Madison over Martinelli slightly for for minutes and early season prospects um both great picks um but I but I think Madison is is uh is a is a, a, a not a luxury pick you know what I mean but one of those picks that makes you feel good about your fantasy team so uh it's exciting so pick, that's why he's in for me and uh Mitoma is in for me because I want to attack Brighton's first three Three yeah, fixtures, simple good. as. Uh, I just feel they are so good. They're they're so good at project. I mean, I've never never really been a, you know, an XG preacher, but I think I've you know when you look at it, Brighton put up more than two XG per game consistently, and and I think they're going to do the same in certainly in those opening two three fixtures. So I just think that Matoma is probably the least threatened in terms of starts across the attack, and. Uh, and so he's in, you know, he's in. What well, God is over over forty percent of teams still, isn't he? Is the he is the number one pick of the six point fives from an ownership perspective. And uh, so I'm I'm going to throw him in over Eze and um, and Bermo at the moment. And then uh, your oh sorry, well yeah, you've so you're not going for you say Brighton's fixtures are good, which they absolutely are, but you're not going for a third Arsenal. Player yeah, this team this team doesn't even. have three. This team doesn't have three Arsenal in it at the moment. So uh, I mean, I could swap Guardiola out for Saliba if I wanted to have that extra insurance and have the uh, mm. have the two Arsenal defenders because I've now got space for one uh, space for that. So you could go, but then you'd say, well, why aren't you doubling up against Forest and and in the in the first game? You know, that's the best fixture you've got uh, the season, and you've got an Arsenal defender on your bench. So there's no real sort of um, easy solution there in terms of having it. Yeah, so it is. I could well put Martinelli back in before tomorrow night. You know, just just because that. You know, as you say, those the, the, the it's two great fixtures in the first three at home. So, um, yeah, Martinelli's a good pick. Madison's a good pick. Um, Adams got both of them um, in his team. I may well go back to having both of them in mind. And your forwards, Rich. Well, my forwards. Yeah, this is where I've um, gone for a bit of a. A slim forward line. I'm 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 backing the Jao Pedro train. Um strongly like him as a pick uh to begin the season. Oh. Um re- really like the amount of cash that it it, it leaves me with in the bank. Um uh, this team I think has got two and a half million left in the bank. So I could You can do anything. Um, spend <laughs> spend that immediately um and bring in a third striker. I could bring in Nicholas Jackson for seven million instead of Mubama. And have mm. nothing in the bank, um, or I could wait till game week three and do that, um, or I can 
um, squeeze it a little bit harder and get Salah in for for Bruno, you know, by 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 downgrading to another six point five in midfield. So there's lots of ways I can go. I'm not too worried about being trapped by Jao Pedro. Obviously, there's a chance he starts on the bench and he comes on and gets one point and underwhelms, and then I've already only got Haaland. But it, at the moment, I'm, I'm strongly back in. You know, where three Brighton, I think, for the first three games is 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 good and is threatening and so so I'm just going to go for it there with them you're so close to getting Salah in your team I think yeah that yeah. I think because yeah, you, you you've got you've you got Matoma you've got Joe Pedro it would you've got was it two and a half in the bank so effectively it's Bruno and Madison I think this is right I think you might need a downgrade in defense but you could downgrade yeah, Alana and Guardiol to 4.5s yeah. and you're not far off at all and then it'll be Bruno and Madison to Salah and a 6.5. Yeah, sorry, do Eze and Buemo, yeah. Yeah, which I, I don't, yeah, I don't, dis, don't dislike. I think it's a good team. It's a good, it's... Yeah. it's I think, uh, I think Jao Pedro is really the enabler for the Salah team. And I think if you are, if you do want Salah, he's, he absolutely yeah. should be a second striker. Um, but yeah, I still can't quite um, convince myself that it's not better to spread the funds around. So, or have that that extra financial flexibility to, to to change it. I mean, I could go, you know, could go up to Trent next week or something off uh, off Chilwell or something like that. You know, there's lots of different ways you can go. Chilwell will probably get injured in the first game, so uh, you know, then you can bring Trent in. So there's there's lots of um lots of ways you can go with it, and uh, I certainly don't mind having the having. I've never had that much cash in the bank before though, so I'll probably uh, I'll probably spaff it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just laughing. Um, the dead F- FPL black box in the chat. Rich is going salad by 3 a.m. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about 2 yeah, quite, quite, quite possibly, yeah, if I ever get any time to look at my own team. I think <laughs> the, only, the only thing with Jared Pedro is that I think, I think you're putting an awful lot, or people are putting an awful lot on Brighton because. my, I know he's still young, so he could, he, he's probably going to improve, but he only got. Was it ten or eleven goals in the championship last season? He's not a prolific goal scorer, and actually, I think his goals in pre-season have come from penalties. So, which is good for for the McAllister-esque type points, but he's not like Ferguson. He's not going to, you know, Ferguson's on the pitch. You'd expect yeah. he's going to, and you know. So, I think the penalties might have swung people. And people have probably forgot that it's also. I think he's. I think he's, he looks a very, very good talent, and he will no doubt get better. But I don't expect. I, don't, I just don't see. I don't think he'll uh, haul massively. I think that's that's. Thinks his price as well, though. A five point five. He doesn't have to haul massively if he can. If he, he can doesn't. return, you're absolutely laughing because of what it does elsewhere in your. You know your midfield and. Um, you know, and, and but but it doesn't bank. do anything if you got two and a half million in the bank, does it? Mm. That's the that's the only. Yeah, yeah. That's the, you, you always come up with that that narrative that says, well, for, why don't you? It's not doing any good if it's not invested on the pitch, is it? You know, yeah, you might, yeah. well, you might as well put it into someone I think, decent. I think uh, the home to Luton. I do, I do think it's worth it because then we're going to yeah, learn so a, much yeah. on the weekend. We're going to learn so much about so many things. You you can then basically go from anyone to anyone, Rich, in game week two, whereas the rest of us will be. Yeah. Not not hamstrung, but we'll be limited in what we can. It'll be kind of like for like moves, whereas you can do anything, as you say, you know. So. But but you might struggle to get Watkins for game game week two though, if you fan could at home to Everton. 
that would be the well, if he goes out by point one. I if he's yeah. a point if one, that's, point the, one, yeah. that's, yeah, the, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it might be good. I know. I know. We just talked about how much money you've got in the bank, <laughs> but it might be worth saving on Gavardial or one because because then it gives you even more flexibility. Yeah, that's good yeah, yeah. get it up to three. Just, yeah, that would be. Then, but then, then it, as you say, there's a chat. You think have no, three million in the bank? Oh, I might as well have Salah. Yeah, I'll have Salah then. Go exactly. On. Yeah, I've done it. I've got that. And do you know what? If you're going to save three and a half million, why don't we make it four? Downgrade and Anna. How much just, money can you get in the bank? That's the. Oh, look, you just, just play with ten men. Six, with, seven of your players down to with, the next the bracket next bracket down with the interest rate. With the interest rate, it might be the smart thing to do. I think oh, Jackson God. is going to be. Uh, is going to be one oh, we're, yeah, we're all going to be looking at. I think. I, th- I think. Uh, yeah. There was a, a, a yeah. there was a an interview with with Chilwell earlier today. I don't know if you guys saw it, and he said it's so so nice to play with a number nine that gets in behind. He's so quick. He's so sharp. It really changes the way that the Chelsea play. And I can see Jackson yeah. being a bit of a player and just, in everyone's team I by game think, three. I, so if I could get Jackson, I get Jackson. I go front three of Jackson Harland. Um, uh, Mubam, uh, just drop Mubama now and spend that two and a half million, all of it on Jackson. Yeah, just literally go in with full belief that he's going to be the, the main man for Chelsea for the first, I don't know, first eight game weeks. But it does make you, you know, I haven't even really seen him play. I think if he's you know, fit, he's minutes. I think if he's fit, because of those fixtures in game week three and four, if he's fit, it's going to be hard pressed not to have him unless he's garbage. Like, I, I haven't seen a lot, but from what I have seen of him, He's looked absolutely superb. He is electric. He is so so quick, and um, and he's their only option really. I think he's going to be big. I think he's going to be good. Oh, and yeah. and maybe those who so, go early, like I can see him scoring. Well, I'll say him scoring. I can see them scoring against Liverpool on the weekend. And then is it a way to West? If I bought, if I bought him, if I bought him for that two and a half million extra. Would you would you bench him or would you play him against Liverpool? I play him. I play him hundred yeah, percent. What you bench Jao Pedro? Well, it's hard. Who'd you, who'd you bench? I, don't know. I, I think if you that's I think Fergie's absolutely right. I think if you go with Jackson, you either ditch, you either go 4.5 million in midfield and ditch Matoma, or or likewise with Jao Pedro. Because the price point is so awkward as well to get off him. Well, exactly, exactly. And you're going to lose flexibility because you can have that a million where you may end up benching him or you're benching the wrong player this week. And you can have a million tied up, which you will no doubt want to put into your starting eleven because you might want to upgrade Madison to whoever or upgrade. I just think, yeah, that's you might go want to go Madison to Martinelli or Madison to Odegaard or whatever it is. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't don't stretch it is what you're saying. Don't I prefer I prefer Jackson to Joe Pedro without question. He's better minutes. Yeah, better whether it's better teams is debatable, but the fixtures. I think with Luton game make the fixtures look a lot lot better than they are and i know everyone wants to get off to a flyer but again joe pedro could play 70 minutes so 70 minutes versus i think you'll get 90 v liverpool and they're not looking great defensively yeah Um, look at what the chat's saying about jackson look at the um fpl father ted uh says um jackson is well worth it rich he's a proper talent play him um and uh, fpl lover problem with jackson is that uh, he was with Nkungu. He looked superb. He's obviously created a lot of space for him. We don't know, and uh, you know, it is it is fair to say we don't know. But um, I think 
you know, yeah. sometimes leap of faith. Oh, actually, now you prompted you prompted a question for me, and Adam can answer this because there's a lot of chat today saying that is it? Let me pronounce this right. Is it Chuka Wameka? Is going to be number yeah. ten really at Chelsea? Player. So what's he like? I mean, he's brilliant. He's really he, he was incredible at Villa's academy. I mean, Christian Perez later called him the best sixteen-year-old in the country. So he, at the time, so he's, he's brilliant. But I think since he's burst into the men's game. He, I, I don't, he hasn't quite got the goals and assists because he, he was academy level. He was absolutely incredible. Um, so I'm not sure. I think maybe as a squad player, I'm not sure he's the answer for their starting eleven. That's the thing that puts me off Jackson. So I would rather this. This is, I think, another positive for for, for going Watkins and actually all leaving the money in the bank like you're doing. I think either and you've got to leave a little bit more than you need to cover price rises or the pressure of price rises. Is I may do. I've whilst I've talked at Watkins, if Jackson looks electric for those fixtures from three to like six or, or whatever, you know, that are just incredible. Yeah, I think it's a really easy move. I, I know I'll be able to make that transfer. Um, so yeah, I, I, I and actually have a little bit of money for for potentially further upgrades. Yeah. So yeah, I I I think I prefer him to Jao Pedro. I just yeah, interesting. I'll look at it. I'll have I'll have a good look at it at two fifty four a.m. Your team rating, Rich, ninety six percent as well. Uh, Sixty six predicted points. Uh, two and a half million in the bank. If you want to get your team rated, click on the second link below to get your team rated for free. Let us know in the chat what your team rating is and what your recommended transfers are. Let's have a look at your recommended. Transfers rich, uh, Chilwell to Stones, very similar. Pedro to Jackson. Um, no, well, that's just Adam, is Adam Hopcroft manning the slide. Pedro to Jackson, yeah. and, <laughs> uh, that. and Martinelli to Odegaard. They're the three changes that it suggests, which, in all fairness, are, are pretty good. So you can't, you know, hard, hard to argue with those, but yeah. Pedro to Jackson, time to spend your money, Rich. Spend your money. That's a, that's yeah, exactly. Do it, yeah. And there, therefore, just leaves me bammer as the as the as the bench option. What anyone know anything any better four point five striker options? I heard something. This is Asuna, yeah. is it? There's a couple. United. Asuna. Possibly. Yeah, he could. He could be. But there's rumours if this goes through before the deadline. I know you're talking about. Cameron Archer could be going to Sheffield United, and if it goes through. He is incredible. He'd be like, he, he, he would be, he's such a natural finisher that I think he'd be in most, most people's teams. You think he'd uh, start for them? Yeah, 100%. I, th- I think, I think if, I think if he's leaving Villa to go to Sheffield United, I think he'd, he'd be in the question to start. But he's a natural goal scorer. Problem with being understudy to Watkins and Watkins plays in a certain way, he's just not going to get minutes because the guy's a machine. Um, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I quite. I think he could, he could be an option. I mean, there was also, um, who was it? Um, trying to think who it is. The now. other uh, the transfer. Balag- Balogun to West Ham. If Balogun to West Ham, happens, but but Monaco, but Monaco have, um, I think, are more likely okay. there. So there's a there's a there's a couple, but um, I'm sticking with Umbumbu at the moment. Good stuff. Um, Let's have a look at my team. I'm getting to go on last. I've I've, cha- I've got like three ideas in mind, and I've I've changed my team just so I could see what would happen. I wish I'd stuck my original one now, but anyway, um, I've I've had a nana in basically all all you know all preseason. Um, I've cu- I've gone 
I've gone down to Pickford, but like, you know, I'm saying with you, I'm not going to kind of dwell on it. I'm really, really unsure what to do. And obviously since this, since I put this slide on, um, Turner's gone to Forest, so obviously Turner's going to be the second keeper. I'm really unsure on the key. I, I, I did announce to Pickford just to save the half a million for an upgrade, but I'm not, not sure basically on kind of what to get with the keeper. So I'm not going to dwell on that. Um, in terms of my uh, um, defensive midfield, I think you guys have convinced me to go chill well over Stones. So I did have Stones, Gabriel, and Estepinian, but I didn't realise he was on corners, and that for me is a is a massive, massive plus for Chilwell. So I think I'm going to go Chilwell. Um, my first bench player, who I really like, who I who I don't want to leave out actually, is a Udogi for Spurs. Um, even though Spurs' first couple of fixtures. Um, from a defensive view are quite tough Brentford, Man United after they go on a fantastic run and Udogi looks to be a really good player and a starter at left back for Spurs and I think at four and a half million he's he's the one so you know we've been talking about Colwell and you know maybe Henry and Botman and all this lot I really like Udogi and I think even if he, if he even if he doesn't come off as hoped I don't think it matters, but he plays so high. He plays so high up the pitch as well. So I think he's definitely one to keep an eye on on these first two. Um, I'm going to start with him on the bench. I think just because it, you know, if it, if it, you know, if it works out, great. I'm ahead of the pack on game week three. If it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. But that's why I'm, I'm having him in there. Um, I've got midfield at the moment: Rashford, Bruno, Saka, and Marcelli. So I put Richarlison in. Now I have had all week in here, and I couldn't get off him, Kai Havertz. And you may laugh, you're both grinning anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> but my, just just hear me out. Um, I think he plays number nine, personally. Um, really, really good words. Marteta, after Community Shield, Havertz played really well. He did exactly, you know, as, as kind of he expected him to. If you watched it as well, he had Two good, two good shots on target. The first one, Ortega pulled off a brilliant save, a really good save. And I think if that, if I think if, if he'd have scored one of those two chances, and I'm not saying if he'd have scored because he blazed him over or missed easy chances, they were two good shots on target and two good saves, especially the first one. If he'd have scored, I think he would be in a lot more teams now. And I think I mm. think that's been missed personally. So I think he starts up front. If he doesn't start up front, I think he starts number eight. And this home to forest fixture for me is is fantastic, and it's a really good chance for Arsenal to get off to a great start, um, and you know win very comfortably, three three four nil or even more, right or one say. So, um, obviously, um, when I had Havertz and I didn't have Gabriel, um, I can't I can't remember who I had now, but oh I, no, I had I I had Chilwell. So I put Richardson in just to see what it would kind of look like. Um, but I'm kind of thinking the same as you guys as well around, I, I don't think it's a crazy rush to get him in. I think I do prefer Madison overall, regardless, mm. though I do think Richarlison will do well, you know, in the number nine role. I do like Madison. So I think I prefer Madison, but I think for game week one and for game week three, potentially, I'm still might go for Havertz just as a, you know where I'm like, you know where I'm like, I could either have bloody Watkins and Mitoma or Havertz and Pedro. Um, and I'm the Havertz and Pedro kind of player just to look for that upside. You're the, you're the guy in the Tour de France who starts 
trying to win it on his own after a hundred yards, aren't you? Uh, Basically, he just goes out cycling up no, the road on his own while the, the peloton, uh, you know, all just sit there laughing. <laughs> oh, no, Cycle, no, cycles just... the wrong way around the course. Yeah, yeah, that's, a bit, that's a bit strong. <laughs> anyway, um, to be fair, Habits did exactly what I expected him to do with those chances as well. <laughs> what? Smash them straight to the keeper. They were, they were yeah, good shots. pretty much. Yeah. There's only Chelsea member uh, members in the chat there. Um, you know, who can remember how Havertz was for us last season? Then uh, you know, tell Fergie what you think. How, what about uh, Fiolek says? He just simply yeah. says Havertz is crap, mate. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't really argue. <laughs> Fiolek says avoid yeah. Havertz. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think you should go for Havertz. I'm not sure. The game so, is about so... the game is about fun. And we will have fun watching you go for Havertz. Definitely so, a violin moment. I've got, I've got the violin here. I need to. Um, it's even this little case lock. It's even this little. Yeah. Dusting that off for next Thursday when uh, Havertz gets a red card after two minutes or something. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think otherwise, uh, you know, it's just it's just a bit, you know, bit home where I'm walking. So in this draft now, I've got you know I've got walk-ins. It allows me walk-ins, um, but. If I wanted Havertz, I could do Chilwell, uh, Havertz, and Joe Pedro, and go back up to Onana and have a, you know, half mil in the bank or something. So, who's your, who's your um, four point? Have you got four point five striker? Uh, Mubama. Mubama. Mubama okay. Yeah. So, but I, I also after that all that chat. This is why I love this chat. I really like to think thought of Jackson now as well. Um, yeah, because it, it helps you sharpen your team up, doesn't it? Well, it's just talk, it's talking yeah. through it all. It kind of you know you're not yeah. just thinking about yourself, or you're, you know. So I really like, I really like, um, like Jack, definitely Chilwell. Chilwell will definitely be in my team come game week one. Um, I do like the the. So you're going to take you're going to take stone you're going to take stones. I'm out taking right stones now. out, but I do also like that Gavardiol plan as well, Rich. So I may, yeah. I may, I may like, I may let the prices dictate which way I go in terms of, uh, you know, it's a lot. Well. I don't know if I can do it actually. I don't know if I can do it chill well. No, I could do Esther Peenan. Maybe Gabriel. If I go for Havertz, I can't go for Gabriel. Chill well. I do like Udogi, Gavardiol, and a four million. Um, and then work out what that leaves me and then help me decide what I do in midfield and attack. But you know, we're all talking about the same players really, aren't we? Madison, Watkins, Joe Pedro, maybe Jackson. Um Anyway, you're on Watkins. You're on Watkins as well, right? Okay. I am. I am at the moment, and it's it's more the game week two game, which which I like rather than the game week one. I was looking at it and going for Pedro, but then Watkins at home to Everton next week is a a pretty exciting prospect. So I'm basically not set at all, really. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I've got a. Team rating of ninety six percent as well. So I think I think we all had ninety six percent actually here. Nothing in the bank. Ninety six percent with Havertz. This is this is not Havertz. This is Richarlison. Oh, it's not Havertz. This is Richarlison. I'm not going for Richarlison now. Anyway, what would you get with Havertz? Did you go like band that to eighty seven or something? No, I think I think it was a bit higher actually. He's actually predicted to score well. He's actually predicted to return in game week one. So and and this is the thing. He's he's the kind of player if he plays in that nine role. Like he did when he played up front for Chelsea and they won seven nil, he didn't get any returns. Every other player, including the subs, got some kind of return. But I personally think he's a very good player, Havertz. You can, you know, strike, it, I, I, strike, me, down, this strike me down. Uh, I do think he's a good player. I do think he plays up front against Forest. He could do some damage, and that's and that's it really. And then 
you know, he, you know, he had a rising price. Um, you get a couple of good fixtures after after it as well. Who's got a second? Way to Palace, home to Fulham. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Jackson and Havertz in. We'll we'll see. Um, if you want your team rated, go to Fancy Football Hub. The second link below and get your team rated for free. Let us know in the chat um, what it what it what it is and. Um, interestingly, when I go to my transfers, Richarlison out <laughs> Martin <laughs> Martinelli to Odegaard and uh, Pickford to uh, Flecken. It actually thinks Flecken. So the 4.5 to 4.5 it actually prefers Flecken, just so you guys know, mm. for Brentford. Uh, obviously, they've got those, all those home home games, haven't they, in Brentford last season. Um Perform quite well, make make lots of save as well. Um, Ryan did, didn't he? So, what do you think? What do you think the chances you'll be wild carding early? <laughs> well, this is this is a decision <laughs> I have to make in my own mind, right? So, I'm I'm in a lot of leagues this year. I want to I, I want to get back to the ranks which I I had a I had a few years ago because in the last two or three years, I think I've tried to go a bit different, and it, it just hasn't worked out for me in in any way. I, I think I think I've been quite unlucky because I I've gone for good picks, mm. I think, but they just haven't. You know, I've gone for I've gone to places like Son and Foden where they were really low owned, and I remember going for Foden for like two weeks. He looked awful, and then he got benched, so I took him out, and then he went back and scored like two goals and assist or something. So, and the same with Son. I got on Son like mega early, but again too early almost. And this and this is the problem I always bloody have. I got an armor on game week one last year, took him out. I got on March too early, took him out before they actually scored their points. So. I'm, I'm tempted. Too far ahead of the I'm curve. Temp- we always say this. You're like yeah. you're like that film Minority Report, aren't you? The pre-crime, you know. Beast, yeah, you know, but then you just, you just get yeah. these players before they do any good. Yeah. I do, and then so and I take so them out. What's going to happen? Alex going to hatch a game before. Whoever you go for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, we will. You know, we'll see. So, so if I'm playing sensibly, it'd probably be like what you know, Watkins and Matoma. Um, which I may end up doing. You know, I'll see. I'll see how I feel at like six o'clock tomorrow evening. Um, but yeah, that that is it really. Um, and those are our teams up until now. Don't forget, you can read both mine and Rich's final final team reveal tomorrow if you are a Fancy Football Hub member. Um, just before we go, if you haven't already. Um, you can get your own FPL team rated for free using the top link in the description below. Uh, let us know your ratings in the comments. For those who want a bit more, such as those recommended transfers we just showed you. So that will be every week. So every week, it will look at your team and tell you your most optimal transfer according to Hub AI. But that that is a, that is available to pay-in members. You also get Opta stats, points predictions, expert team reveals every single week, dedicated WhatsApp groups, and so much more um, if you sign up to one of our paid services. Currently, has 50% off annual packages and we're so confident in the product. If you don't win your specified mini-league, we'll give you your money back at the end of the season. Terms and conditions apply. There has never been a better time to join the hub, the very, very best fantasy football site. We also now have a discard, uh, sorry, a discard? A Discord server. Uh, link link below, absolutely free. Um, thousands of people in there now. Come in and chat fantasy football all day, every day. Uh, absolutely free. And that is it from us for this week. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who joined in the chat. We broke our record, gents, for concurrent viewers. We had over 1,800 people watching at any one time, which uh, smashes the previous record. Fabulous. So thank you so, so much, everyone, for joining us. Absolutely brilliant. We we love you being in the chat. It's our, our favourite time of the week. Um, 
thank you so much for everyone who watch it back and those listening on the podcast version. I'm going to edit out that 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 bit where uh, I changed the slides over. Um, Adam, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, where can people get hold of you? Uh, on Twitter at Hop to Stats. And you're not here for two weeks. No, I'm. Not, it's holiday this time, so I've, yeah, I'll, uh, unfortunately, not here for the next two. Can't weeks. give you a ribbon next week. Can't, we can't get the violin out until uh, September, uh, nearly. You can get. You can do me an honorary violin might, if you want. Might, I don't mind that. Do in my in my absence. Just so everyone knows, in Adam's absence, we have the fantastic big man Bakar is going to be joining us uh, next week for game week two and game week three. So make sure you don't miss that. Um, Aiden Davies is my first time here. Loved it. Great content. Fantastic. Thank you such, so much, Aiden. Make sure you join us every single week. Uh, Rich, where can people get hold of you? Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, at Rich Clark FPL on Twitter, and I've, I've just got a special request. I'm trying to get to my uh, my tenth 10k uh, uh, overnight. I'm just I need about 36 followers to get to 10,000. Oh, really? So if you can get me get me to my tenth 10k, that would be brilliant. And uh, yeah, come come and give me a follow. And uh, I'll, I'm I'm trying to be more active on Twitter these days and uh, and get out there more. So uh, you'll get some uh, you get some free sound bites from me. Thanks a lot. Make sure you follow Rich uh, at Rich Clark FPL. Um, simply the best fantasy football manager that has ever lived. Um, this podcast and video will be in the Fantasy Football Hub YouTube channel with the podcast versions available on all major podcast platforms. If you like what you watched, please press the like button. We've only got 200 likes and we've had like something like 10,000 views. Please press like before you go. We much, much appreciated. It really, really would. Remember to subscribe in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen if you haven't already. If you enjoyed your listen, please rate the podcast versions and leave some comments. We will be back next week previewing game week two with a brilliant Bakar. In the meantime, have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the football and may all your arrows be green. Good night all. 